Hello everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 366, Tis the Season Pass. I am one of your hosts, Brun BJ Swick33, and along with me is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Rob. Also known as Presar. There hey, you go. You took my line. Hey, I, I like to introduce all the names and stuff and throw you guys off a little bit. Uh, Wing is not with us this week. He was out last week, as well as as us, but um, and he was out this week. I think he will be back with us next week. So, And I think we might actually have some giveaways next week, Rob. I'm Just not... might. Yes. I, I didn't know if we were supposed to do something this week or not, but we're going to just go out and do it next week. So there might be some stuff on the line. So people might want to tune in to the Twitch broadcast, which is at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, which is now. Well, actually, it's 10.14 now, but you know what I mean. So uh, be uh, possibly here, hang out with us, enjoy everybody's company. Um, So, but, uh, yeah, so... Welcome, Rob. It's good to be back. Last week, yeah, I had to cut off. I know I had to. It was last minute. I think I messaged you guys within an hour before the show or a couple hours before the show saying, hey, uh, no go today. <laughs> it's yeah. just not going to happen. Um, and even today, so to to give everybody up, to bring everybody up to speed, I uh, my board crapped out on me, uh, my mixer, um, which is what the mixers we use is Behringer. Now, I probably just got a bad, you know, a bad deal or something. Uh, some pieces or parts went bad in it, and there was a constant humming and hissing sound out of it. So uh, I sent it back, free repair. It, you know, I'm not paying any money or anything like that, so it's really cool. It was under warranty. Um, but the problem is it's been gone for like a month. <laughs> that seems even longer. Yes. Well, yeah, it's been gone a month. Uh, it'll be a month and a week, I think, this week. So uh, Wing did hosting duties. And then last week and this week, you were supposed to do hosting duties. But then XSplit was hung up on your machine. So I'm doing hosting duties. And I'm hoping that you and I sound exactly the same on levels. Because, well, you know, we tested that yesterday. Yes. And that was then. Yeah, so. This is now. Hopefully, we, we tested yesterday. It was like midnight. We were on here at midnight last night testing on our my channel. Make sure uh, I see somebody in uh, on on in Twitch right now. It's Gunny. Gunny, if Rob and I sound good, let me know. Uh, so if if you guys are listening with headphones on, you know, sorry if the the, the audio might be a little mixed up because I am not coming through a mixer. So I'm actually adjusting audio through XSplit, which is not the best for anybody that's used XSplit before. So. But um, I did call. They did find out that I had pieces and parts that were bad. They were trying to order replacements, but they were out of the replacements. So now they're just trying to get Behringer to send me a brand new one. So hopefully I'm getting a new mixer. But then I might be jumping to another company. Because so. <laughs> I need uh, insert channels. So I can put a limiter gate on here. So, mm-hmm. But uh, pretty cool. Alright, so there. Everybody's all caught up. Alright. So here we go. Gunny Chief, You know, welcome. I, I lost you. Could you repeat some of that? I, yeah. I lost you right at the beginning. Yeah, I just want to do I just one more <laughs> thing. Since Gunny just popped in, he might have missed it. Come back next week because we're going to have giveaways. So make sure you're here next week for giveaways. So 
All right, Rob. It is time to get going. Tell everybody, without fooling me with the list that you have in our in our sheet right now. <laughs> Tell me what you've been playing. Okay, I'm going to preface this a little bit by saying that probably my <clears throat> most anticipated game came out. And that was Tomb Raider last week, not this week. Yeah, this yeah, and you've beat it already, right? No, no, I haven't. And I had a really strange experience with that game. Okay. Very surprising to me. I started playing it, and it is a fantastic game. Love it. It's got all of the same stuff from the first one, or the, the definitive edition. Mm-hmm. And it just takes it to another level. The graphics look amazing. The gameplay is exactly what I want. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. And I'm really liking the story. It's what I expect of a Tomb Raider game. And, again, I had a really strange experience with that. And that's that as I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, I wanted to play Definitive Edition. Does that make sense to you? No, I don't know why anybody would want to play this game at all, because both of them are just horrible. Yeah, because actually I shouldn't be talking to you, because you haven't even played it. <laughs> They're horrible. They're horrible so, games. There is no, there is no reason to play. People talking about a game of the year, that's just ridiculous. It's horrible. I, You know I'm just saying this right now. I, I don't mean yeah. any word that I just said, because I, know, um, I, know. I actually have both of them downloaded on my uh, Xbox One right now, but I've yet to play either one. Yeah, there's something <laughs> wrong. There's something wrong. <laughs> But anyway, mm-hmm. and I, so I was reflecting on this a little bit, trying to figure out what was going on. And I think I have it figured out. And that's that I loved Definitive Edition. It was awesome, amazing. I labeled it the game of the year for, what, 2013 when it came out? And mm-hmm. I loved it last year as well when the Definitive Edition came out. And even though the gameplay is the same, I think what I didn't really like was starting over. Yeah. Because you start over with a really basic... I mean, well, you start off pretty much with no weapons. Mm -hmm. And then you start off with a basic bow and you start upgrading. And I just got so used to going around in the Definitive Edition with all my weapons. Granted, I used the bow like 99% of the time anyway. But I had all my different weapons, like the guns... uh, like I think it right at the end she goes double pistol, which is typical for Laura. Yeah. And it was just so I don't know, it was kind of like a little shock initially. And I played it for a while and I, I definitely enjoyed it. And then I actually did go back to Definitive Edition. I booted it up. I'm you know, I said, Well, you know what, I'm gonna go back to this. I'm going to play this for a little bit and try to 100% the levels and and such. And there's another shocker with that. I go back and I already did that. I didn't even remember doing it. I was checking all the different levels, 100%, 100%, 100%. I'm like, oh, I denied myself. <laughs> I was looking, I was looking to just go through and fast travel through the different levels, but at some point, I obviously did that. Right. So I looked at a couple of the achievements and I said, nah, I don't feel like doing any of this stuff uh, at the time. Let me ask you a, a question then. So 
you bring up a good point. You're you're playing this game, and and obviously in Definitive Edition, you're getting weapons and you're probably upgrading them in that yes. game as well. Yes. And then it's like boom, you're in this game, and you got to start all over. Right. Is it games like this where you have it, it's a part two? It's uh, I, I want to say a linear transition from the first game to the second game. I mean, I know years may have passed in a game or something, you know, based on the story or whatever, because I don't know. But wouldn't you think that it was like, hey, all the work she's done in the first game or whatever should at least transfer over? And and maybe if there's yeah. new weapons or an enhancement in the weapon, like you would start with what you've done before. Like almost where, you know, I want to go back to like Mass Effect where some decisions and things that you did. But wouldn't it be kind of nice if it was like, you know what, I had the best bow in the first game in Definitive Edition and now I'm back to a basic bow. At least it would have been nice to have that bow and then found out like, hey, there's some new features to this bow and I have to level those up. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. However, the way that they did this story, it's the way that it is where you start off from the basic stuff. I mean, it makes sense. Okay. Because in the first one, she was shipwrecked on an island yeah. and basically built up all of her stuff. What's well, this one? Plane crash? Uh, this one, uh, she goes, uh, where she go? I think up to Siberia. Mm-hmm. Avalanche. Yeah, there's okay. Avalanche. All right. You've probably seen the videos. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm not ruining any. It's something I know, and I haven't even played yeah. the game, so I imagine everybody knows. It was from like the E3 or whatever when they were shown. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I see that, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's a thing in every game, right? It, it, and it's kind of like that the one things that games used to do is like, here, we're going to make you as powerful as you can be for the tutorial. And then you're in a plane crash or you're in this and you're in that. And now you're like, you don't have anything. You're not that powerful person anymore. But it's like, you know, now it's, now it's just like, Hey, we know you've played this game before and you were like kick butt, the best tomb Raider possible. But this avalanche is going to make you to where you're just like nothing. And and you have to start from there, and and because the starting over from scratch, I can really, I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about because it's a feeling that I have in Destiny. If anybody who played Destiny from year one, you maxed out and you got all the way to light level 34, and then they came out with the patch and everything, and it, it was and they got rid of like a lot of the exotics and stuff, and it really made you feel like you're starting all over again. It's like I felt like I was a super powerful um, warlock and stuff like that. And then when the patch came out, it was just like, oh, now I'm back to being nothing. And that's kind of what I played for a while. But it made it to where I was just like, I don't really want to grind out to become powerful again. Because I felt like I was before and now I'm not. So I I know exactly how you feel. So. Yeah, because there were a couple of... uh let's say like bow enhancements mm-hmm. that you had where you could shoot uh, like, let's say like a, a wall, like a wooden wall. So the arrow would penetrate into the wall and you grab this rope and then you pull the wall out. Okay. So there's a couple of sections in the first level mm-hmm. where those walls are there. And then I go up to them and I'm like, sure would be nice if I had that wall thing, that wall arrow. <laughs> Or the rope, yeah. it's a rope arrow. Yeah. yeah. It sure would be nice if I had that rope arrow that I had a little while ago while I was playing the other game. Right. But it's, uh, 
it, it is a fantastic game and what i'm talking about is fairly trivial mm-hmm. and i'm sure that once i get it if i force myself to play it i'll be just back in the thick of it and and enjoying it cool so uh did play some tomb raider definitive and rise of the tomb raider and I started revisiting some of the old 360 games that have been uh, released now through the backwards compatibility. And one that I've actually put a lot of time into is Mirror's Edge. So this was a game back from 2008. We were talking about this, man, probably in the first one or two dozen shows because it came out at the tail end of 2008, and I think we started the show right around August. Is that right? July or August, maybe, of 2008. Oh, I'm not sure. So it was one of the early games. I remember that, but I I loved that game. And I started playing it in the backwards compatibility mode, and they did a great job on that backwards backwards compatibility mode. It is smooth as silk, as it should be, considering the Xbox One is a lot faster than the 360. But it is, I mean, the game runs flawlessly. Right. And um, I know that Catalyst, I think, is the new game that they have. That's delayed until February or later. Yeah. And if you can get Mirror's Edge cheap, because I think I picked it up for five bucks when it was on sale. It's definitely worth playing on on the Xbox One if you can get it on backwards compatibility mode. Yeah, you know to prepare you for a catalyst. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and that's one uh, thing with their backwards compatible or compatibility that they did. It's like I, you know, now I need to go back and think about those games I wanted to buy. You know, mm-hmm. like I have every Assassin's Creed except for the latest one and Brotherhood. I think Brotherhood is the only one I'm missing. So it's like I can go and find Brotherhood physical for like $5 somewhere, but I'm wondering if I can grab it, you know, digital for 5 bucks online or something, because I would pick it up just to have it, because I have every other Assassin's Creed, and now I'm going to also go back and start looking at games that I own, because I do this with Steam. It's like games I owned on 360 that I owned physical Mm -hmm. on Steam sales, they would be like... $1.50 $1.50 or something like that. It's worth it. Yeah, and I'd buy it just to have it digital, even though it's on PC. Like, I did that with, like, Deus Ex. It's like, well, I'm just going to play it here because it's five. It's $4, and I don't have to worry about media any, anymore. So, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, well, I guess we'll talk about this a little more in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I played Mirror's Edge, which is hard prepare to fall a lot off these buildings. And um, what else did I play? Oh, I tried a little bit of Battlefront. Um, Star Wars okay. Battlefront? Yeah. Okay. I'll be, talk- so I'll be talking it. about that in a minute. I'll ask you yeah. some questions. Okay. Uh, I tried it while it was in the um, that EA Access pre-release. Yeah. Yep. yep. And... I did the crew wild run. So I had the crew and then they updated it with wild run. So if you had the crew, they updated the graphics and then wild run is basically like an expansion. And 
Have, have you played uh, The Crew at all? No. No? No, I have So not. it was a racing game that had a backstory. And when I went back to try it, I'm like, what happened to this game? This isn't anything like how I remembered it. Up to the point of where I fired it up for a little bit and I'm like, you know, I don't want to play this right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to spend the invest the time looking into it. Mm-hmm. So it it was just confusing. It, it I don't know if they changed it so much from the game before, conceding that hey, the crew in its original release really sucked. Mm-hmm. So let's you know update it as much as we can. Or or what happened with it, but it just seemed like a different game. And I did try the new need for speed. Man, <laughs> I, I. You said the new Need for Speed, right? Yeah. Okay. Not Rivals. That's the one that came out about a year ago. No, I'm talking about the one that's like just came out, like yeah, a couple weeks like ago, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. What it? What I mean? What got you? It, what What makes you hooked into the game? Is it the awesome acting? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I mean, because if you remember when yeah. Mark and I was talking about it, like I couldn't play it for. 15 minutes because of that acting. I mean, that's really, that's why I had to stop playing it. It wasn't anything I had to do with the cars. Like, I know Mark didn't like the feel of the cars or anything like that, but I really yeah. didn't get a good idea of how they felt just because I couldn't put up with the horrible acting that was in that game. Yeah, it was not over the top. It was just... Needing improvement. A lot of improvement. So, okay. I'm, I'm, need for Speed. I'm, I want to I talk okay, about it for okay. a brief moment here. So Need for Speed is a fantastic game that I played back in the day when I worked at Circuit City. We had a 3DO game system. Okay. And it was super expensive at the time. And Need for Speed was this awesome racing game that was available for it. So we had it at our demo console, and I played it all the time. It was fantastic. My favorite car was the Diablo that was on there. Uh And it had a certain feel to the game that it was about driving. It was about going fast and Uh good scenery for the time. Granted, now, 15, 20 years later, it's a lot different. Because the graphics have gone up, on, you know, the graphics are so much better. Right. I saw Hawk uh, like the 3DO version. Very nice, very nice. Nowadays, this game is about something else. They have transitioned off of, I think, what the core the core of the game was, and they've turned it into kind of like a Los Angeles. You know, I'm going to soup up my Honda Civic type of thing. Whereas before it was about like super fast cars, right. muscle cars, exotics and such racing. Now it's all about, I, you know, I, I've got to I've got to go to AutoZone and buy my K&N air filter and throw it into my <laughs> Honda Civic yeah. and put some new rims on it. And I'm going to go and, and try to race the 
you know, Dodge Caravan at the stoplight. I mean, it is, it has a totally different feel, and it was really disappointing. And the acting on it is awesome. Yes, but okay. whatever. I mean, I I can appreciate like the first person thing that they did. That was kind of neat, mm-hmm. but the game as a whole has transitioned off of something that I really liked and it's it's gone down a whole different area which is not cool in my book but uh, the graphics on it are kind of neat if you like driving in Los Angeles in the dark with wet roads uh, it's I, I don't know if there's a daytime <laughs> to it at all it, it yeah. just it really reminds me of like the TV shows mm-hmm. that you have. It actually it, it reminds me of Fast and the Furious. Okay. Like Fast and the Furious racing at night in Los Angeles with wet roads because you can't race or you can't film anything on dry roads because right. they look good. <laughs> so it was it was disappointing and. You know, probably the last thing that I'm going to mention about it, which was disappointing to me, was it's not Forza Horizon. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I don't know, I, I think all of the race games nowadays that I play just seem to get compared to Forza. Yeah. I don't know. Usually get compared to good ones. Yeah. So, so Forza, you know, they have that magic formula for making a good game they have the feel that people like or people get used to and other games like the crew the crew had this like weird visual to the cars when they would like go down the road and turn and the way that the road spun around it was real weird Mm -hmm. again not like forza horizon right you know maybe i should rank games that way like moving forward (laughs) how close it is to forza all right for the racing games. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so en- enough about Need for Speed. Um, Need for Speed, the crew, played a little bit of Battlefront. I tried, oh, what is it called, Smite? Yeah. I tried that. I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought that game was totally different. I thought it was more along the lines of, like, a Destiny. Okay. And... I thought I, it was like I, a I thought it's like a MOBA with first person first person or third person views. I don't know. I've never played it. So. Yeah, it was it was really just the uh, you know like set. Well, actually, I don't even know what setting it is. There was like gods and such, mm-hmm. and uh, like in tutorial, you start off as this Egyptian goddess kind of character. And you're basically attacking the other character's base. Yeah. Do you have like so, a high road, a middle road, and a low road? Like high, middle, and... I don't know. I didn't... Left, right, bottom. It. Like as that, far as paths. That's like a MOBA. It, dude, Hawk, I, is, I, Hawk is saying it's a MOBA, so... Okay. I lost interest way before even finding out if it had anything like that. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, so it was just basically you have your base, the other guys have a base, and you go and attack each other's bases. Okay. Which, uh... Yeah, I guess it is you know, I guess that's MOBA. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh I shut that thing down fairly quickly. Alright. And oh man. The new dashboard mm-hmm. 
I keep checking to see if there's updates, mm-hmm. but they they stopped updates. There's no updates coming until February, from what they're saying. Okay. I just got used to checking for updates. Like, ooh, I can update. Oh, yeah. No, you're you're up to the latest, just like everybody else is. Yes, yes that's right. So. But uh, everything's been going pretty good, for the most part. The new dash is pretty speedy. There's been a couple of times where I booted up where it's kind of pokey, which right. is very annoying. Yeah, it is. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the one thing that drives me nuts. Yeah. I really don't care if certain things don't work, but if it's not responsive and if I'm pressing something and then it doesn't look like it's working, I'll press it again, I'll press it again, and then all of a sudden like, like it goes right six times. Yeah. Well, we can talk. We have we have a question and an email about it. We can okay. go over it then, because I know what you're talking about on that one too. <laughs> so, but uh, I oh, and I played Load Runner. That was another surprise game that that was in backwards compatibility. Okay. Loved Load Runner back in the day on the old Apple II and the Commodore systems, and uh, it was much better back then. <laughs> I'm not knocking the the remake from about five years ago or whatever it was, but uh, yeah, that's another one that was much fonder in uh, in memory. Yeah, was, as most games are when they're yeah from that far back. So I, I think it's about it. Okay, uh, those are the main ones I want to talk about. All right. Oh. Well, Over to you. yeah, I have two. Two. I have two games that I've been playing. Uh, one is Star Wars Battlefront. Um, oof, I, I'm really... Okay. I'm having a blast with it. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. It's my type of shooter. Um, big environments. You know, you can kind of sit back a little bit, catch your breath. I know I kind of sit at this same type of thing with Halo 5 when um, playing, not big team battle, but... Um, uh, now, now I'm, I haven't played it in a while. Now I forget. But the new mode in uh, Halo 5 where I I kind of said this a couple weeks ago. Like, you can sit back and catch your breath. And it's not like 100%, 100 miles an hour or 100% of the time. Um, so, Star Wars Battlefront. I play Walker Assault pretty much, like, exclusively. I, I've tried... I haven't tried all the new modes yet. So, remember me saying this. I haven't tried all the new modes yet. But I really do like Walker Assault. Um, it's, I, I just have fun with it. So, uh, I think I'm rank 14 or so right now, cause I actually started playing it, um, when you, uh, when I could do the, the same thing you did with the, uh, EA access. So if you have EA access, you could start playing it like a week ahead of time or whatever. So that's what I did and it kept my stats. So I started, started then and just kept playing. Um, so I had a hundred percent. I was going to play Star Wars Battlefront pretty much this weekend. Okay. But I got this email. Okay, and the email is from this company. Uh, man, what what's their name? Uh, they're called Blizzard. Okay, Blizzard. Have you ever heard of Blizzard? <laughs> I know we had a Blizzard here yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blizzard's this company that makes games like you know Diablo. World of Warcraft, uh, Warcraft, Starcraft. Those are overrated. Yeah, overrated. Um, <laughs> so they have this game that we've mentioned 
on our show called um, sorry <laughs> my wife is getting something off my desk but she doesn't want to be on camera so she's crawling behind me right now <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're making this game, which we talked about on the on the show. It's called Overwatch, and I know they were sending out emails saying, um, "Hey, this is this is uh, we're going to do a server stress test for this weekend. Uh, you are invited." And I'm like, "Holy cow!" I I just I stood up on the office like I just got into Overwatch beta for a stress test this weekend. And uh, and I, I would start watching on Twitter, and people are just like, I got in, I got in. And some people are like, I never got in. What is going on? Um, so I played that all weekend long and had a blast. The game is so much fun. I had I just playing with all the different characters and, and things like that and, and learning the ins and outs and um, seeing, like, strategies of different people. And I'm telling you what, if you get a good team that knows how to work together – you are unstoppable. Uh, the game looks beautiful, you know, and, and it makes me actually want to go and play the other game that's like as like Overwatch um, by um, the people that make Borderlands. Oh, um, I, I'm drawing a blank. We, I know that sounds like we talked about it a couple weeks ago. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I played on PC. Uh, Overwatch is coming to Xbox One and the PS4 in 2016, as well as the one for the PC. Um, you can't, you do, you, I mean, you can buy it. I think it's 40 bucks or 60 bucks. If you get 60 bucks, it's like the more perks you get with it. Because I've always heard it was free to play, but I don't know if that includes every hero or certain heroes are free to play. But I can tell you, if it is free to play and you get a chance to play it, go out and play it, because I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. So, um, I, I wish, I, I, I kind of, like, hope this email comes out tomorrow saying, like, we extend the beta for another three or four days, because, I mean, Battleborn. I, Battleborn, yeah. It makes me want to go try Battleborn. Like, I, I want to go try, I want to try that game now, because I had so much fun on this. Um, the only thing I'd say that's missing, and I don't know if they're going to bring in, is, like, some stats. Like, it doesn't keep stats of like how many kills or deaths that I have per character or anything like that. It it does, but it doesn't to where you can go look. So like the only time you can tell if you did better than what you have before is like if you use a character after the game or whatever. But it's it's really fun. It is really fun. So people that have have played it, uh, I'd like to know what you think about it. If you haven't played it, all I can tell you is you got to give it a try. And then also go try Battleborn. I mean. If the games are supposed to be as similar as what they say they are, it, it, was, it was fun. You know, it was fun. It's definitely team objective based, um, which makes it makes it fun to do. So, oh, good night, bud. <laughs> Sorry, Jameson was going to bed. Um, but yeah, those are the two games I played, and they were fun. That's good. So. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything or not. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to remember sometimes right at recording time. Yeah. Oh, I know what I want to say. Yeah. There's a game I really want to play. I really want to play. I just can't. Lego Dimension? No, I just can't 
drop the bunny on it right now. Obviously, with Christmas coming and things like that. Um, I want to play Fallout 4. I've been listening to people talk about Fallout 4, their experiences with Fallout 4. I've kind of checked yeah. a, a little bit on, on Twitch. I try not to watch it. I really want to play this game. And I know somebody that just... so. Somebody just got a PS4 with Fallout 4 and the uh, uh, Drake collection for 349 or something like that, which is a phenomenal price for that whole setup. And then somebody just got Fallout 4, Fallout 3, backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. and a game of your choice from, I think, GameStop uh, for 349 which... Uh, seems pretty interesting but i want to play fallout 4 um it does look like it's a lot of fun and and people actually right now on twitch and in our chat and twitch are talking about fallout 4 saying you know hurry up with the show i gotta get back to fallout 4 so we are going to move along we will be done stay put hawk don't rush off you know we're getting through it sorry jeez (laughs) <laughs> you think he'd want us to talk for four hours since we didn't have a show last week. Um, but yeah, that's it. Did you play Fallout 3? I played it for a little bit. But you know me. <laughs> You're a love him and leave him kind of guy. Yeah, I'm that type of guy. So, But uh, alright, cool. Can't be held down. Yep. Alright, let's move on. Move into the topics. Um, did you have anything else? No. Okay. Um. Oh, they gave you a code for Fallout Three, and you already had it. I'll take it. Um, I'll take it and play it. Uh, <laughs> if you really like our show or you want to contribute to the show, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/ThisXboxLife to become a patron. Uh, that is like a monthly subscription model, or you can go to uh, TwitchAlerts.com/slash/Donate/slash/ThisXboxLife. Uh, Twitch Alerts is um is we we got emails twitch alerts is 100 percent free now so what it was is twitch alerts used to take like one percent of all donations um similar to patreon they take whatever you pay monthly they take a little bit out of that um so i'm interested because we don't have any hard set perks on um on patreon like we do have to get people on the show who paid a certain level per month or whatever but I don't know, man. It, it sounds like if, if you get 100% of what people donate through Twitch alerts, you think that would be the best route to go? Because I, I don't know what the percentage of what Patreon takes out of out of the monthly cost of donate. So that, that'll that be interesting to do. But we do have those two options, and uh, nothing is expected, but we do appreciate any help or an, and all the help we have been given because, I mean, the community's great. You guys are awesome. So I can't. I can't, we can't thank you enough. So, um, yeah, that's that. So on to the roundtable. So if you noticed our background this week on the show, and for people who are listening to this at a later point in time, I have the old Blades uh, system uh, set up as our background image. And the reason why I did that is because the Xbox 360 turned 10. Um, I want to say it was yesterday... Or maybe two days ago, but I know, like here in the last few days, the Xbox 360 turned 10 years old. Can you believe that? That's crazy. It's, yeah. 
I mean, it's just amazing that it's been that long. Yeah. And I started podcasting before I even owned a 360. <laughs> so I think I started podcasting and then shortly after that went to get my 360 because yeah. I didn't get it till like a year after it was out, similar to my Xbox One. Um, yeah. But yeah, 10 years old. That's awesome. I mean... And- not, not to take away from that, but today, November 22nd, uh-huh. which is the day we're recording, that's the two-year birthday for the Xbox One. Because it came One. out on November 22nd, 2013. Nice. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Happy <laughs> double birthday. Yes. But, yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah, our, our background image is the old Blade system. And I'll tell you what, you look at that now and how much – do you wish you could just go back to that because there's, like, no ads and how fast it was and oh yeah i mean what what would that ui be like 100k <laughs> of memory <Probably. laughs> and now the one we got now is like four gig <laughs> so but uh yeah very cool happy birthday yeah. there was a really cool article uh that was posted on our facebook group mm-hmm. said how Xbox 360 dominated a decade. Yeah. It's yeah. from GameSpot. Definitely check that out. It is such a cool read. It tells you all about how the console got started and, mm-hmm. and everything. Definitely check it out. Right. But yeah, 10 years. Wow. So, so wait. So 10 years ago it came out, so that was... What, 2005? November 2005. And we've been podcasting now for we've been seven doing, or eight. We've been podcasting. For this show. This, this show. show's 2008. I think October 2008. No, it was late summer. Because my son was about five weeks old when we started. Oh, I just remember. Go- I, just, I thought I went back and it said October. So. No, it was earlier. Oh, okay. Definitely for sure. I think it was 2008, and, though. Yeah. And then you guys did, I think, 86 episodes of the other show. 60-something, hmm. yeah. Yeah. 80. Well, I did 60-something. Ah, okay. They they did 80. Cause, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, when they were still, when they were finishing up, I was, that's when I created this Xbox Life and, and the site and stuff, and we went from there. Yeah. So... But, yeah, happy birthday, actually, to both systems. Yeah, very cool. All right, so uh, roundtable. So we don't really necessarily have a roundtable topic. We've been obviously talking a lot during this show and, and just kind of going at it. But I did want to give a couple updates, and then uh, we had some, uh, I think, Black Friday stuff we wanted to mention or, or kind of pinpoint maybe some of the, the cool stuff we saw in there. Um, but we talked about... Uh, Rainbow Six Siege season pass a couple weeks ago. Yes. We weren't, you know, there's this whole thing of, of Mark went through all the DLC that's coming out for that game and how all the maps and everything were free. Like, they were all coming out there free. So we were wondering what the whole season pass was going to be. And so they came out and released an update on what you're getting. So I wanted to rattle this off, and and Mark actually said, "You guys, you better rant for me." <laughs> so the season passage you get, you get it with like the limited, uh, the gold edition of the game. Now the gold edition of the game is eighty nine dollars. 
So that's $30 more than a regular game. So you imagine the season pass is 30 bucks. Yeah. So we're just going to say that. Season pass, 30 bucks. Okay. Uh, the season pass year-long premium membership, year-long premium membership includes the following. Seven-day exclusive access to eight all-new operators that you can instantly add to your roster. So hmm. sounds like you get early access to the eight operators and you get to you basically get to unlock them for free. So free unlocks. So uh, you basically get it one week before everybody else gets it that didn't pay the money. Right. right. Okay. And you get to unlock it for free. So instead of earning up points to unlock it, you get to unlock it for free. So okay, we're going to put a little put a little line over in this side of the box that says pay to win. All right, so we're in one thing for pay to win. Um, exclusive season pass porter weapon skin. So you get a weapon skin. One word. One word I got for it. Garbage. Okay. 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 Uh, Safari bundle of five weapon skins. Six, five pieces of garbage. Yeah. 600 rainbow credits that can be used to purchase additional, additional in-game content. So... That 600 credits that you get there, you don't have to earn it, and you don't have to use them to unlock the operators, because if you own this, you can already unlock the operator. Okay? Got me so far, so you are paying for early access for something everybody gets, and you get to unlock it for free. You're getting one, six weapon skins, 600 points so far to purchase in-game thing. 5% permanent renown boost to speed up progression. So you get a 5% XP boost, because Renown is kind of like their XP is what I say. Permanent XP boost. You get a 5% permanent XP boost. Okay. And then, this is the one thing I think Mark didn't want to talk, couldn't talk about, um, but after this season pass stuff came out, he you know, kind of said this is what I was, you know, wanted to say, is five daily challenges instead of the standard three for more rewards. So, um, um, so there's three daily challenges. It's kind of like, you know, what a daily challenge is. You do it, you get rewards and stuff like that. So you get five instead of three. So you're getting two more daily challenges, 5% permanent XP boost, 600 points, 6 weapon skins, and exclusive 7 days to the new operators, and you get to add them to your roster for nothing. All for 30 bucks. This is the saddest thing that I've ever seen. (laughs) Because they should have just got rid of... uh, they should have just gotten rid of the season pass. Gave it, gave people back their money if people bought it already. Because there is no reason to purchase this. Because everything that they're talking about doing, you can do for free, except for the daily challenges and a 5% uh, speed or 5% boost. That's just ridiculous. You're going to pay 30 bucks for that? I don't I don't under I don't understand it. You're not getting any content. The we- okay, weapon skins. You're getting 6 weapon skins. But it's just crazy. It's crazy to ask people for money. I mean, you might as well just ask people, like, hey, we need money. Can you give us some money, please? I mean, 
you know, hey, I need money. Can you send me money? <laughs> because I will give you um, uh, a weapon skin <laughs> if you send me money, please. Yeah. Um, but that that is that's the season pass. That's the details on it. I can't believe this is what they're doing. They should just give people their money back and not have a season pass. That is completely ridiculous. This is almost as dumb as the pre-order thing for, what, Deus Ex or whatever, that they end up canceling. Oh, yeah, that's right. With the multiple tiers. Or, or Well, I think it was Deus Ex, wasn't on, it? It was the game that had different content based on how many people bought into it or something. Yeah, and then you could get it on a Friday if everybody went up. It was, it were, I forget which game it was. All right, but, you know, this is, like, right up there with that. They might as well just cancel it. So, there you go. That's that's what's in that season pass. It's completely ridiculous. Um, the next thing I wanted to hit on was the Star Wars Battlefront season pass. Now, I mentioned earlier, I loved, I am loving Star Wars Battlefront. It, it's, it's, it's good. It's fun. Um, I actually... So kind of go off and, and to the Facebook group. People are talking about how they want to get it, but they don't want to get it right now. They think they're they want to wait for it to get to like forty bucks or something like that. And I put in there, I'm like, you know what? What they're saying makes complete sense. Now this game is it to me? Would it have been nice to be a little bit cheaper? Because without the you know people want to say without the first person story mode and stuff like that, is it worth sixty bucks? Um, to me, I think you buy a game, you buy a game. Uh, I I don't know if I would play too much of the story mode. I'm not I'm not sure. That's not me. I I, I don't know. Um, but I I could see how forty bucks would be probably that, that that sweet spot for this game because when I said earlier, hey, remember when I say this? I said I haven't played all the modes yet. There's like twelve modes in that game, and I've played one, really, maybe two. But I went back to Walker Assault. That's the one I'm having a blast with. So, like, I haven't even played all the new, uh, like, every single one of the modes that are in there. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm paying 60 bucks for one mode and three maps, if you think about it. Um, but, yeah, people talk about that sweet spot. As far as me playing it, if you guys aren't, like, dying to go play it, but you want, I can recommend buying it. But for anybody who's waiting for it to go on sale, I completely say, hey... That's probably the best thing to do. Like, you don't have to run out and go buy this right now. You're not going to be behind. You're not going to... Don't have to worry about stuff because I think, like, two or two or three of the best guns in the game unlock at level three. So you, you're you're going to be okay. People aren't going to get a hold of you, ahead of you. Wait, are you saying for the season pass to go on sale? No, no, no. The game. The game. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, here's the thing about the season pass. This season pass is $49. 50 bucks for this season pass. It's actually 10% off right now. 44.99. Yeah. Well, and I think you get another 10% off if you're EA Access or something like that. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so the season pass. Expand your galaxy with Star Wars Battlefront season pass. Get four upcoming digital expansion packs fulfilled with all new content that will take you to new locations. Uh, far away, act now to secure two-week early access to each expansion pack and exclusive shoot-first emote. The expansion pack will release in early 2016. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Now, what I heard in this is that you're going. there's going to be like, uh, let's say, four epic expansion packs, new content, and the galaxies. 
There's going to be some new maps. I think four new maps on each expansion. So it's going to be like a total of 16 new maps. Um, you're going to get more uh, more of the cards. There's going to be four more heroes that are added. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. Here's what the pass includes. Four epic. I already said that. 20 new pieces of galactic tech, including weapons, vehicles, and star cards for both rebels and imperials. Four mm -hmm. more heroes and villains for you to fight as or against. Okay. Um, four exciting new game modes. So four new game modes. 16 additional multiplayer maps featuring new locations. And the exclusive shoot first emote. So... Did you mention the two-week... Early access? Yeah, to each expansion pack, you get it two weeks early. $50. Now, EA, with both both Battlefield and Battlefront, their season passes have been 50 bucks. I know this because I bought the Battlefield 4 one on day one, and then the game crapped, was crap for seven months. Okay, so <laughs> I'm well aware. Now, this game is not crap. It's fun. It's worth it. If you want to jump into season pass, it's completely up to you. Um, but I think, I think what they're saying is each pass or each you know of the things is going to be fifteen dollars. So essentially, over the long run, you're going to save yourself ten bucks. Okay. Here's what I caution you with on this one. Season Pass looks has a great content. Now I will say the content for Battlefield Four was fantastic, completely worth the money. That when the game got fixed, and they're still releasing stuff, and they're releasing it for free. With this season pass here, all I can say is, I've played one mode for the entire time that I've played. I think your level cap caps out at 50, so if they don't increase the level cap, basically you're, you're paying, you're going to be playing and not going anywhere. You're going to be playing to upgrade weapons and, and things like that. This is one of the ones where I don't even know if I'll be playing it by time the second or third expansion comes out. So I may buy the first expansion for $15. I may buy the second one for $15. And then if I don't buy the third and fourth, I've just saved myself 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Save yeah. myself 20 bucks. Plus the season pass by the time I, if I ever come around to it, hey, it might drop the $30, $20 on sale or something here and there. Because all I can say is if you look at the lineup for February, March, uh, April, you know, May, things like that, there's a there's a ton of games coming at the beginning of the year. And to think that I'm going to be spending all my time in Battlefront, I can't say I will or will not. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I can't. I, I don't think it's worth buying a season pass for this right now. Just because of that reason. Um, I don't know if this game is going to have that longevity of, let's say, a battlefield. Um, so caution, that's the only caution I can give you on this on this season pass. Is it does look like at least they've given you your content. With their history, it, I'm going to say it's probably going to be good. Um, but it's one of those things with all the games coming. Like the Division. When the Divi Division comes out, I'm going 100% at that game. Because um, I cannot wait for that, but you have Quantum Break and everything like that coming. It's just crazy to to drop another fifty dollars, a whole entire game basically mm -hmm. on a season pass, which you may or may not be playing at the time. By time, you know, by time that fourth thing comes out, and I speak on that by experience with Battle uh, Battlefield. I hardly played any of the third expansion or the fourth expansion in Battlefield. And I've have two over two hundred 
220, 260 hours in that game. Like, but I'm playing. I play all content from like the first two, first two uh, season passes. So, but that's it's, the. It's a big ask. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and it's just like, and I really, it's like speak with your wallet on this because if you, if a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are going to buy the fifty dollars season pass, but it's just like, why is there's fifty bucks? There's this fifty bucks with content. You have a thirty dollar one with early access to content that you can get for free. You know, what's the deal with these things? It's just like, man, you know, lay off a little bit. You know, if you can't make a season pass for 20 bucks, don't make one. And, and somebody in the chat said, uh, who was it? Said 30 bucks is a sweet spot. Oh, it's you. <laughs> um, I think Gunny Chief was saying it's 20 bucks too much. You know, $30 is that sweet spot. Not like 30 bucks for this season pass. Star Wars season pass, I would say that is completely worth it. But you're right, it's twenty bucks too much. Definitely when there's another season pass for thirty bucks and you don't get anything except for five skins. So, but uh, all right. Anything on that? You good to go? Yeah. Just, all right. I it just amazes me that bundled together, it's a hundred and ten dollars for one game. One game. Yeah. One game. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and, and you know their first pack. Here's the other thing is, and why they're probably building DLC within the let you know. It, it's not stuff that it could have been on the disc, and they've pulled off for DLC or anything like that. I, you know, most likely it's you know they started on it a while ago, but it's like it's already. Here's the problem. Here's another problem with EA. It, already early 2016. So what's that? January, February, that DLC is going to drop. For people that don't own it versus people that own it, you've already split your player base. You you got one, you got one side or the other. And then when the second pack comes out, you got three splits because you got the one person, the players that don't have any of them, the players that have one of them, and the players that have both of them or have the season pass. So it's like you keep splitting. Not like you're not going to find matches to play in, but it's just kind of crazy when you do something like that. But yeah, all right. So, um, Rob, you posted in Facebook about Black Friday deals. Yes. And it seems like Black Friday's been going on since, um, like, October. So, you know, all shopping and stuff for Christmas starts in, I think, July or something, like July 5th. Right after July 4th in the U.S. is when you're supposed to start shopping for Christmas now. Uh, forget any other holiday and stuff that goes on until then. Um, May as well not even stop. As soon as, let's say, the 26th rolls around, that's when you start for the next year. Yeah. It's it's funny. Like, for people who are not here in the States, you know, we have, you know, Black Friday because that's when everybody goes out and shops and, and companies go into the from the red into the black, so it's Black Friday. Um, but... It, it, it used to be like all the deals are on Black Friday, 5 a.m. Our doors open 5 a.m. on Black Friday. Come get all the sales. And then it was like our doors open on midnight, Black Friday. You know, come and get all the sales. And then it was like our doors, you know, each year it's like our doors open at 10 p.m. Thanksgiving night <laughs> for Black Friday. Come get all our deals. And then the. Two years ago it was eight o'clock. Last year was six o'clock on Thanksgiving. This year it's five o'clock. 
So it's like they, they moved, they were going two hour jumps, and so now they're an hour jump. So if you want to get Black Friday deals, you have to go and be ready at the doors at 5 p.m. Thanksgiving Day <laughs> for Black Friday deals, which means you're not getting there at 5 a.m. You're standing in line from like noon, 8 a.m. So pretty much don't go spend time with your, your family at Thanksgiving. Forget Thanksgiving, forget your family. You need to get ten dollars off those <laughs> those Christmas socks. So yeah. you know, and it's just absurd. I mean, I don't even know why we have any holidays other than you know Christmas. It's just Black Friday should start, like I said, July fifth, right after the Fourth of July. So, but uh, we have some Black Friday deals on Xbox. Won't you give us some rundowns of the good ones? We don't have to do all of them, or else we'll just be reading for two hours. But you know. What jumps out at you? So, yeah, there was quite a bit uh, on that list. And I, I think if you are, I don't know, like the typical person that's on our Facebook group and, and such, typical listener, you probably have a lot of these already. So that kind of oh, makes us not as good, maybe. But uh, let's see couple of things that just stand out and this is going off of my taste in games i guess is borderlands handsome collection is uh, a little bit over half price off dark souls 2 a bunch of the ea sports titles evolve is uh is on there along with uh, digital deluxe hunting season one and two i don't <laughs> even know if anybody even plays that game anymore i said the good ones the good ones <laughs> yeah uh Forza Horizon 2 has a bunch of content on there, including the Car Pass. There's a, a Forza and Gears Twin Pack on there. Um, I remember seeing that on the dashboard. Uh, Forza Motorsport Standard 6 Standard Edition is out there, mm-hmm. but it's not discounted very much. So the normal price for non-gold is 10% off. And then it's seventeen percent of your gold, so I think it wound up being what, like forty bucks? I mean, forty something or fifty. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is on there. Halo, a Halo Master Chief Collection, uh, a bunch of the Lego games. Those always seem to be on sale. Right. This is the Batman Three Jurassic World. Um, more Madden, Mortal <laughs> Kombat. That's typical. That stuff's always on sale. A bunch of those really goofy oddball games like Nova 111. Um, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. I know, I know Mark didn't really like that game, but I know that, you know, it was hit or miss. The game of the year edition is like 50 bucks or 50% off, 50 to 40. Trials Uh, Fusion. Oh, yeah. Telltale Games Collection is, uh, on sale again, 67% off if you're gold. And there's a bunch of stuff also for the 360. And what's cool about some of these 360 titles is that they're super cheap and they're backwards compatible. So there's about half a dozen games that were backwards compatible, including Assassin's Creed 2, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, uh, Borderlands. So that's uh, the original Borderlands. Uh, that one's backwards compatible. If you don't 
have actually the handsome Check. collection has Borderlands two, doesn't it? I think it's two. It was it was everything but one, I think. Yeah. So you can get one on the backwards compatible if you want. Castle Crashers is in there, Gears of War, um, Mass Effect. Five bucks for Mass Effect. That's super cheap. Uh, Prince of Persia is on there. Secret of Monkey Island, Titanfall, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, these are titles now that are not backwards compatible. Uh, Portal 2, L.A. Noir, The Grand Theft Auto 4. Let's see. Um, Fallout New Vegas. Although I think Fallout New Vegas, isn't that one backwards compatible? I, I don't know. Was, I thought it... Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the other... Uh, oh, the Tom Clancy Vegas game. What was it? you remember what that one's called? What, no. Which one? The Tom Clancy game. Well, there was like 500 of them. The one that was Vegas. That's the one that's backwards compatible. Never mind. Oh, well, it was Vegas and Vegas 2 that are both backwards compatible. Yeah. Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainbow Six. That was it. And one thing that I wound up getting is that uh, Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite, they're five bucks, five bucks, and seven and a half bucks uh, accordingly. Those are coming to backwards compatibility. So at five bucks, they're definitely worth it just to get the digital version. Because they're they're really cool games. So I actually got all three of those in anticipation for that, uh, for them coming soon. And uh, I think that's about most of them, isn't it? Most of the good ones, at least. Yeah, I think so. So whenever these sales come out, definitely keep an eye out on the 360s as well. Mm Because that's some really good gaming uh, that can be had on the cheap, mm-hmm. and if you're and if you've had an Xbox forever, a game that you played like eight years ago is going to be pretty fresh. Yeah, <laughs> if you play it again, it's you're going to remember some stuff, but you know uh, most of it is going to be experiencing it almost for the first time. Yeah, I, I, the one thing on there is um, it's. With the Red Dead Redemption, I'm waiting for them to make that backwards compatible. I really wish they will because those three are like that and the Undead Nightmare or whatever. It's like 75% off. Like that right there, I want to own digital, but it's really only worth owning digital if it's backwards compatible because I have right. the disc. So, right. um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. Well, actually, a lot of decent stuff. Right. And do you know if they're going to add some more stuff later on? I think they are. I'm not 100% sure. I thought I recall seeing something like that they're going to add it, uh, what, on the 27th or whatever, which might be Friday. Okay. Maybe they'll change the prices. Who knows? Oh, and if you're a silver... Remember, you can get gold for one month for $1. Okay. So if you, if you just want to get a bunch of titles and save some cash, get the dollar 
to get the additional discount or get the dollar to get gold for the month so you can get the additional discount on the games would probably be worth it if you buy a couple of titles. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Um, Let's see. Next we have our community, but before we get to that, uh, because we do have an email this week, um, uh, head out to CafePress.com for our Black Friday deals. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for uh, To go out there, if you want to, you know, stocking stuffers of this Xbox Life stuff, you can go out to CafePress.com slash this Xbox Life. So, and get some stuff there. But, uh, all right. So, community. Multiple ways to get a hold of us. You can email us uh, to contact at thisxboxlife.com, which uh, Naughtiest Maximus did, and I'll have Rob read his email here in a second. You can send us a voicemail by going to thisxboxlife.com. Over on the right-hand side, I'll say send voicemail. Click that, follow the prompts, send us your voice. We'll put it in the show, and we'll answer your question or um, yeah, to do the best we can on whatever you are talking to us about. Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash thisxboxlife to read tweets and send us messages. And uh, the big one is is obviously Facebook um, because that is where our group is located. Over 400 and something members on there. I don't know the exact number. Um, but you go there, facebook.com slash groups slash thisxboxlife. It is closed. It's a closed group. Um, we just kind of Vet, vet you a little bit. We check your, you know, check your posts, see what you are. Um, we've had some requests this week. Uh, we have accepted them. I'm not sure if we might have rejected one or not. We do look at what you have in your profile and kind of what your taglines are. So if you're dropping cuss words in the tagline of your profile, you're probably going to get rejected because the one thing about our group is we're all adults, we're all gamers. Um, well, young adults up to older adults very respected you know we're very respectful in our group and that's the best part about it and uh, and it makes everybody awesome and everybody's really cool gamers and stuff like that so we do kind of pay close attention that's why it's closed in the first place is because it was open i think we got a bunch of people that came in or just causing problems so mark closed it kicked them all our employers (laughs) (laughs) yeah closed them and then kicked them all out and um, and we went on from there. So, um, yeah, so Facebook is the big place. And also on uh, Xbox Live, uh, I mentioned my friends list. It was like, hey, you know, if you invite me to my, uh, put, add me to your friends list, send me a message. Because this follows stuff. It's just like, I have to go and keep checking. And um, I was like, send me a message. Say, hey, you know, this is so and so. I listened to the show, and you asked, you know, if I send you a message, you'd add me to your friends list. I got one of those this week. I added it and sent a message back like, hey, what are you playing? You know, what, what are you currently playing? So maybe we can get together and, and play some games. So I like playing games with people in the community. I mean, there's the regulars that we play with all the time, but it's nice to play with new play, new people that are just listening show, to the show and stuff like that because it's nice to reach out and, uh, you know, say hi to the people that listen to the show. But, uh, okay, so back to the email. All right. And, so- uh... Have at it. All right. So uh, this is from Nadius Maximus. Has anyone else been experiencing bugs since the forced push of the new Xbox experience? I've seen two consistent ones. Number one, when I try to play any video 
on any streaming application, movies and TV, ABC, uh, sci-fi, and just of the few that I've tried with the same result, I get a few seconds of good stream and then either a green screen with audio or frozen in place video that jerks back and forth over a fraction of a second of one scene. Number two, when I press and hold the Xbox button to turn off my controller, sometimes the controller just goes off on its own without giving me the option to turn it or the console off. Sometimes the window will pop up and then immediately disappear behind whatever is the active window. And that's it. Okay. Have you you experienced those? I have not experienced... Okay, so the thing with the controller, I think I had once, but it wasn't that a box popped up at all. It was that it didn't... It's not that it popped up and went away. It just didn't pop up at all, and my controller just shut off. Um... And I, I can't. Think I got that too. Yeah, I can't tell you what I was actually doing beforehand. Um, the other thing is, I've turned my Xbox off and it wouldn't turn off. <laughs> so that's got you know, like hitting the power button and it was just making the noise and not doing anything. Um, I actually think I had that happen before the thing as well, uh, before the new dashboard as well. But the thing I've noticed, and and we've said it before, and and we kind of always say it's faster, it's faster, and and I was kind of elaborating a little bit last show what I mean by faster. It's like faster to get to from point A to the point where I want to be, which is, you know, starting my game with an Xbox Live party with my friends invited. You know, that the time to do that now is so much shorter than what it used to be. Um, but my one annoyance that I have is the same thing that Rob talked about is usually on first boot-ups and things like that is I'll hit left, and then I'll be like, okay, it's not doing anything, so I'll kind of hit left again, and then it pops out, or I'll double hit the Xbox button, and it doesn't seem like anything's happening, so then I'll hit it again, and what it does is it opens, and then it closes, because it's performing yeah. both actions, you know, and, and things like that. Um, that stuff I've had, and it usually seems like right when you fire it up, in my mind, um, is typically when it's happening. Um, so, but... The one thing I'm wondering is if a clean install fixes a lot of stuff. And uh, I'm not in the point in time where I want to do one, but I eventually will, probably next year. Um, I usually wipe out and do an Xbox reset and let it just do everything. And then, of course, all my games are on another drive, so I can just sign in, plug in the drive, and boom, I'm off and running. But just to get that fresh install would be would be kind of nice. So, but my hard drive has nothing but the OS on it, so I can't really say it's because my hard drive's full or anything like that. It just, I think it just has some performance issues. Wasn't there a way you could delete the cache? I thought I remember seeing something, some procedure that you could do. There probably is, but you know how Windows is, clean install versus upgrade. I mean, there's always things stuck in places you know what i mean and and so but i wonder if it would be worse for somebody that had uh like they were part of the preview program i almost said insider (laughs) part of the preview program because you you got upgraded a couple times a week Mm -hmm. over a couple months yeah would somebody that was on the old system and up 
got upgraded to the just once. To the new dash once would they be better off probably probably be better off than what we are um because we went through multiple cycles like you said and that's kind of why i want to do maybe you know do a fresh install but we will we will see so. yeah. yeah and i've never had those streaming issues personally cuz i don't stream on my xbox i don't either I don't need Roku usually. So. Um, and with that turning off business with the controller, there was one time that I remember something funky happened. I figured I just did something wrong. I didn't I wasn't really paying attention. And right. I remember having to turn my controller back on and then turn the system off again. Hmm. Okay. But that was just once. But yeah, good points. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a couple weeks, months, or whatever that it's just going to take us uh, a little bit of time to get used to things. And I'm sure there's going to be a pretty good update coming out in February because they don't want to touch anything over the holiday season. So I'm sure they're logging any issues and we'll get them all at once in February. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. All right. So that's it with user questions and community. Um, I guess what is next is new releases. Yeah, it looks like there's only one thing coming <laughs> out this week for both systems. Mm -hmm. Minecraft Story Mode Episode 3, The Last Place You Look. I'm really surprised at how quickly they're coming out with these. Yeah, same here. I was just like, I just thought, like, one just came out last time we recorded almost it felt like so yeah because one came out and i want to say that episode two dropped probably within two weeks yeah you know and, and that's always true you usually find things in the last place you look so it's like no matter where you go there you are <laughs> okay <laughs> Funny, funny quotes. <laughs> so, but all right. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, so Black Friday deals, stuff going on sale, buying presents for people after Thanksgiving because that's the next holiday on the calendar here in the US. Um, where is a good place they could do all their shopping online and also help out the show? Well, there's only one place that they could do that, and that is Amazon.com. Make sure to go to uh, www.thisxboxlife.com and click on the Amazon link at the right side of the, of the homepage there. That'll take you to Amazon.com where you can show all your friends and relatives how much you love them by buying them as many gifts as you can. Right. And by going there to our website and clicking our affiliate link each and every time that you do your shopping purchase you can support your favorite podcast at the same time right is and, the uh, is the quick what? link does the quick link this xboxlife.com slash amazon is that for us only or does that pick? it's us only okay yeah. so if you're in the us and you want a short link you can do this xboxlife.com slash amazon so yes. if you're anywhere else, if you go click the button, it will figure out where it needs to send you. Yes. So. 
And if you're on iTunes, make sure to uh, find This Xbox Life uh, on iTunes. And if you can do us a favor, please rate us on there. Give us a little review and rate us five stars. The more five-star reviews that we get, um, the more it bumps us up in the rankings of uh, iTunes and helps us get noticed by more and more people. Very cool. All right. That is all. That is all. So, about an hour and 20 minute show. So, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for coming out. To everybody that's in the chat, I, I see some new names, which is always nice. Uh, we appreciate we're here every Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then also, uh, replays are on Twitch and uh, YouTube. And the uh, audio-only podcast is put out on iTunes and the Google Podcast Place now. All your fun, uh, you know, podcast services. So, but, uh, all right. Anything else, Rob? No, no. All right. Hopefully, uh, everybody, it's it's all three of us back next week. Uh, everybody... In the in the U.S., celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we will see you uh, next Sunday. So with that, I am uh, Brun BJ Swick thirty three. I'm Rob, also known as Prusar. Everybody have Thanks. a good yeah. night. Good night.